gentlemen, welcome to the Frickin' Ridiculous Podcast, hosted by Corey Byer. Welcome to episode 10. Play that intro! Freaking what? Freaking ridiculous. Freaking ridiculous. Got it, Corey? Well, Corey, let's go for the win. That's freaking ridiculous. <laughs> Welcome back to the Freaking Ridiculous Podcast, episode 10. Let's go. Double digits now. Um, This week, I kind of had, or I should say, this has been like on my mind recently is just, um, I've been thinking a lot about my childhood, I guess, and some crazy stories that happened to me. So I thought it'd be kind of cool to share them here. (laughs) They're They're so crazy. So just jumping straight into it. When I was in, um, I, th- I want to say around grade five, I would say. So one night, me and my family were having dinner. And we were just finishing up the food and stuff. And we were starting to take plates off the table and putting them in the sink and washing it and stuff. And me and my brother were just kind of chilling at the table still while our dad and mom was uh, just cleaning up, I guess. And as kids, me and my brother loved strawberry milk. Like, not like, I shouldn't really say strawberry milk, but strawberry milk. We used to just get, like, normal milk and then have, like, the Nesquik syrup stuff to mix it into strawberry milk. That shit was so good. We'd be chugging that 24-7. But anyways, so my brother's been, uh, he was kind of, I'm pretty sure he was drinking that at uh, supper or dinner. So yeah, my brother was drinking some strawberry milk that night. I probably was too. And as everything was getting cleaned up, me and my brother were just chilling at the table. And my brother decides to get up and just kind of walk around, talking to my mom or whatever. Uh, and then I was just like kind of, I kind of was like kind of hyped up. And I was walking around the table. Like I go to chair to chair, just just like a normal kid thing to do, I guess. So as I was going around the table, I just was just looking where I was stepping and stuff. Wasn't really focused on anybody. But when I got to the far side of the table and straight in front of me was my brother. And he had the sickest face I've ever seen in my whole entire life. As I'm watching this, I think I hear him say, I don't feel so good to my mom. And the next thing you know, there's projectile vomit of straight strawberry milk flying out of his mouth onto the onto the kitchen floor and it is not stopping so i'm like what the hell is going on and i'm just staying above like not touching the ground at all because it's soaked like it was a whole lake in the kitchen basically but luckily our kitchen was really close to the bathroom as well so my mom kind of like went behind him as he was throwing up and dragging him to like the the bathroom so he wouldn't make much much of a mess where he can just go straight for the toilet right so he kind of like stopped and was like kind of just leaking out at that point very descriptive sorry but um as my mom was carrying him to the hallway to where the bathroom is he gets going again and that whole hallway gets covered up in strawberry milk like it's different when it's really gross to me if someone's like throws up and it's like chunky. This is, I feel so bad for whoever's listening to this right now. But 
for him it was just straight strawberry milk a fountain like it wasn't stopping he was it was everywhere and that's just like it just stays in my mind just thinking about that especially whenever i see strawberry milk just so gross but anyways the story basically ends with him just calming down and getting to the bathroom and cleaning up that whole mess oh definitely a very traumatizing event that happened to me especially because I love strawberry milk like why would I give it up like but yeah especially after that it's just like yeah maybe I don't want strawberry milk anymore I don't want that to be happening to me you know so yeah that's just been on my mind and especially like when I was a kid I did some pretty weird things especially like uh my friend group like in town and stuff we do like we would be scootering around you know just on the razor scooters just going around town kind of felt like we owned the place so so it was bit the friend group was basically just like me my brother and then uh one other friend that we had and at our place we had a trampoline and this trampoline is like at the back of our property up against like a hedge where the hedge was basically just like a property line for the other property blocking it but where you can see our trampoline it, you there's like this big long pathway up to the sidewalk and then the road so you can see me or whoever's bouncing on the trampoline from the road okay so one day we had uh my brother and I were had two friends over and we're just bouncing on the trampoline and on the trampoline we'd always play like this uh, ball game we called it and it's basically just like a dodgeball sort of variant so there'd be like one person on the ground just circling around the trampoline as you try to hit people who are bouncing on the trampoline with the ball and as soon as you hit someone with the ball you switch places and sometimes we play the game with two people on the ground and then they kind of like share the ball try to get the people off the trampoline you know it just it was just like never ending game i guess there was no ending just be swapping out all the time but anyways we had one friend that would kind of like cheat the system when we were playing so we had this rule if you get hit in the head you it wouldn't count or if you caught the ball you just throw it back to the people so my one friend would really abuse that headshot rule by like kind of balling up in a ball where he can basically only hit his head at that point so me and my friend my brother and my other friend were getting kind of like annoyed at that point just because he would just ball up and it, it wouldn't be as fun as it should have should have been so at one point we just kind of gave up and just i feel bad about talking about it now but it's really hard it was just like a normal i don't know just like a normal plastic ball. Like, I don't know how to explain it. We started counting how many times we hit him in the head. And it'd be like one, two, three, four. And then we got all the way to like 20 and then 30. And as soon as we hit like that 30 mark, he kind of just like stood up and just walked home. We all like lived pretty close to each other. So he kind of just walked home. I felt like, I felt pretty bad. But at the same time, it's just like, it's kind of ruining the vibe. So anyways, he, he's gone and we just continue playing the game with three people. And we're going and it's kind of getting a little bit like dusk a little bit. Sun's going down, sun's setting. And as we're going like 20 minutes later or so, we look at like the, the road from the trampoline. 
And all of a sudden we see that friend come come in with his bike and he kind of drops his bike at the at the sidewalk and starts walking towards us. And as we're like, we're kind of all freaking out on the trampoline at that point. And we notice that he's like in a suit. Keep in mind, we're only like maybe eight to eight to 11 years old or something like that. And this guy's coming in with a suit. He just starts walking towards us. And as he gets a little bit closer, we even notice he's kind of like bleeding from his mouth which was extremely odd. And we're all like, at that point, we're at the very back of the trampoline. So he has to come like past the trampoline to get to us, right? So he gets right to the edge of the trampoline and just waits there. He doesn't get hop on. But then we start noticing more things. We're like, yeah, he's definitely like, there's red stuff coming out of his mouth. It's super weird. And he also had like this shark tooth necklace, which was really weird. He'd, he'd like hold it out. So anyways, my one friend uh, grabs my brother and kind of like sacrifices him towards him. And my brother like kind of trips and falls. And then the friend that's all dressed up grabs him by the leg and gets his shark tooth necklace and kind of like stabs his leg with it. And it's like, what the hell is going on? Like, what do we do to this guy? And my brother's like freaking out and then kind of like kicks him off and comes back. And... At that point, he starts spilling like red stuff out of his mouth. And it's like, what the? Like, are you okay, man? Like, this is so scary, especially because it was getting like dark time, like nighttime. And <laughs> it just gets wild. Like, it was the wildest thing I've ever experienced. He kind of, I end up getting pushed up to the front too. And he kind of goes to like, uh, like scratch me, I guess, with his, with his shark tooth. And it's just like, what the fuck? So anyways, I guess we kind of like chill out and we start like getting into his head because he wasn't saying a thing. He was just putting on this act of this vampire, basically. So that happened and it kind of he kind of goes home, I believe. I don't remember how it all ended, but that was very traumatizing. Just the weirdest thing I've ever like seen in my life. Like I would never have thought of, hmm, these guys kind of been bullying me like on the trampoline and stuff and maybe i should get payback by dressing up in a full tuxedo and wearing a shark tooth necklace and start like put like fake blood in my mouth and start just like stab them or something like that never comes to mind like you have to be out of your you gotta be like out of your mind to think that's cool in a way like it was it was so weird, yeah. He that's just the type of person he was, I guess. So yeah, we ended that night off with just nightmares, I guess. But yeah, I've been like thinking about like these childhood memories and stuff, and it's just so surreal, I guess, of what the <laughs> things they because I ask people like what they do now and stories that they tell me. It just it makes you feel normal in a way. But then I remember all this childhood stuff I went through and I'm like, yeah, that wasn't normal at all. But who knows? Maybe that was and every, everybody's had crazy stories like that. But yeah, in, in town, we had like our own, like, we call us like a scooter gang almost. We kind of just, just run the place because we'd be always be on our scooters going up and down the road through town and all that stuff. We had one friend that just lived just a little bit outside town. And we go to his house once in a while. 
it kind of it was kind of like a junky place i don't want to be rude but they had like a lot of junk in their garage but like yeah they had like a whole bunch of junk in their garage and just random stuff in the backyard they had like a nice backyard with like a place and a trampoline and all that stuff so one day we were just going through like all this garbage and we found like this baby stroller so we take that outside and um kind of just like constructed a thing with all these junk parts and just it was just so odd and so random that we did this so it was just my brother me and uh, another friend and then the friend that lived at the house right so we constructed this baby cart sled thing because we found a a wooden sled in that junk as well but there was no like actual place where you put the baby in this baby cart like that was just gone it was just basically wheels and handlebars so we put the sled at the bottom of that and we tied i don't even remember how we constructed this frankenstein of a vehicle but um we had that going so my brother was basically the only one who could like really fit on it like well and was felt was was like comfortable with it so we just had them had him on it and then we just went around town with this sled baby cart thing <laughs> it's it, re- it really made me feel like an engineer especially <laughs> with all like these weird shit and all that stuff but yeah that was uh, definitely some key moments and i remember we tried to we wanted to spray paint it too but it's just like uh we got in a, a lot of trouble i guess in that way got paint spray paint on all our clothes it's like <laughs> Was it worth it? Because we didn't even really spray paint it. Yeah, just just some stories that came to mind. But yeah, that's mostly been on my mind recently. And uh, what's happening now, I guess, is um, there's someone at work who's been really bugging me, I should say. She's just been a real pain at work, and I hate her attitude. I hate how she... I need to chill out here, sorry. But um, this coworker kind of thinks she runs the place and it's like a know-it-all, I guess. She's a little bit older, short, so she has like a little bit of that temper, I guess. She doesn't really know all the spots on the line that I work on and kind of acts like she does, which kind of pisses me off. She's like, you have to do it this way because this is just better, but it's really not. It's just because she's been doing it wrong her whole entire life and no one's been telling her. When she, when you tell her to do something, she's like, nah, I think I'm still doing it right. So she kind of a hypocrite in her way, I guess. Yeah, maybe. So last week she did the craziest shit that's really caught uh, me and a couple of other coworkers just off guard. It's like, what are you doing? So... The way our line works is we get our parts from another line that's like way back in the factory. So we usually have someone just going back and forth, bringing us parts and taking the empty racks back over there so they can fill them up and then bring them back down, right? When they're filled up. So that person would be doing stuff. And since uh, all these parts are painted different colors and we need certain colors to work on for the job, we need we might need to stop and quickly 
get someone to run back there quickly and bring some stuff up and see if that color's off the line, you know? So she had this idea that we need more of this one color. As we were, like, working on a different color, because she thinks she knows how to use the computer and stuff, but she really doesn't, which really bugs me because you don't even know the spot. Anyways. She runs back there and we're just we need her to continue the line because right now we're stopped because she's gone. We're we're down on manpower basically. But she comes back and usually these racks come with like 60 some parts. Like that's probably like a good full rack. She comes back with a rack of assorted different colors, just random colors. And the color that we needed on that rack, she comes back with three. Just three. And she thinks she's some hero. Like it's it's just so pointless. Like we don't even need the color. We're not even working on that color. I know it's higher up in the job, but we can't do it because there's no there's no point. And she just thinks she's such a hero of the day by going out to go get these three parts that someone else like easily could be doing this. But no, she's the one that has to do this and save this whole entire line. But she ends up just ruining it because she's not even online working. We're at a standstill waiting for her. It just, just makes me so angry. But uh, another day, she was getting finally trained on the computer position. And all this time, she'd always come up and be like, oh, you have to do this on this computer and all that. But when she's actually on the position and actually in charge of the computer, she ends up like she doesn't even know anything. It's like, are you for real? You, you tell other people to do it all the time, but you don't even know how to do it yourself. That really says something about you, you know? It really sets me off. It just uh, slows everything down. I'm I'm someone who just wants to keep going, just get this thing on the road, and I don't want to be standing around all the time, especially when you don't even know what you're doing. But anyways, crazy. I, other coworkers think the same thing. It's just, I don't know, she needs to get talking to or something, but she's just so close-minded i guess i don't even know how to explain it she just doesn't know she's not that guy you know she's not that guy but yeah that's uh been a little story about work and co-workers and pissing me off and yeah at home i've been attempting to go through some quentin tarantino movies since they started popping up on netflix <laughs> i haven't really seen a whole bunch of them i started off with like that uh Hollywood movie that just came out like last year or something like that with Leonardo DiCaprio and uh Brad Pitt and man oh man <laughs> they are kind of hard to get through not gonna lie it's uh <laughs> I hate saying because I I like I love Leonardo DiCaprio one of the best actors he's in one of my favorite movies Inception love it but it's just something about a Quentin Tarantino movie where it just takes a little bit to get to the punch and the bit there's too much build-up i should say so i was watching this hollywood movie and it's just going through and i get like a good 30 minutes in and i'm like passed out i i can't stay focused on this movie it's funny but like <laughs> it just takes so long to figure out what's going on and when stuff is going to go down and actually interesting stuff as well because all this background just introducing new characters and all that stuff 
and one I finally finished. I didn't I didn't finish that Hollywood movie. I just passed it. I was like, maybe I'll just finish another day. And all these movies are like three hours long, which is way longer than the average movie, right? So I gave up on the Hollywood one. I was like, hmm, I never seen the Wolf of, the Wolf of Wall Street yet. And weirdly enough, I've been seeing a lot of like Instagram posts with celebrities and stuff with Jordan uh, Jordan Belford, which is the kind of the character that inspired Wolf of Wall Street, I guess. And um, <laughs> so I'm watching Wolf of Wall Street. I really want to get into it. Really funny stuff. But again, I just pass out for 20 minutes, 10 minutes or so. I just keep on passing out. And it's just basically it took me. I fell asleep three times during the whole entire movie. Stopped it like twice and just went back to watch it again. It just takes forever. But otherwise, like me finishing it, I still probably give it a pretty high rating only because the ending is just a great payout to what's been building up, I guess. So I guess I have beef with Quentin Quentin Tarantino, but keep it up, I guess. But don't make your movies so long and make sure I have interesting points in the middle of them. Not just all build up to one single thing, you know? Yeah, so I don't even know which one I'm going to watch next. I love Pulp Fiction, but that one had like multiple storylines in it, which was like it kept it interesting because you had like three different lives, but they all connect at the end, which was like the big buildup, I guess. Pulp Fiction, I would give like a higher than Wolf of Wall Street. And then, dear God, I don't know what I'll give the Hollywood movie because it's been pretty plain. Yeah, so that's like what I've been doing. Not a whole lot. I'm pretty bored. Not a lot to do. Especially that summer's ending now and all that. It's been raining here for like a whole week. Just soaking wet. Um, oh, yeah. Also, last week, I finally, finally got like the biggest thing that I just had on my mind. And it just felt like I was getting weighed down by this was I finally got my G. Class for me. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I finally got it booked because this whole COVID thing and all the lockdowns have been screwing me over. I've had it booked like three other times, but they all been canceled like one day before the actual test. Cause Ford is just like, yep, we'll lock her down again. Right. When the test is like the next day, super annoying. My shit, it's been expired since like February. So it's finally good to have it. Now I pass and all that stuff went all good. Pretty easy stuff. The, my driver instructor was like super chill like we we're basically talking the whole entire time about not driving right here's just it's a lot better than my g2 test for sure because yeah my g2 is just some big ass dude in like short shorts it's like what he's like straight like a bodybuilder it's really super intimidating but this guy was like super chill i'm just grateful for that i guess but uh just before booking that the strategy was just keep on checking the driver, the driver, like where you book your driver test online and stuff. Just keep on checking, see if people cancel so you can get like a nice date and stuff. Because all this shit's booked up till next year, basically. So I was trying to look and especially I've been losing like a lot of, uh, I've been losing like a lot of motivation looking for it since my, I have two other tests that have been canceled. So I wait so long for them just for them to fall, fall through. Anyways, I kept on looking and then one night, late at night, 
I see one and I see one that's uh uh next week that I can get into on a Monday or something like that or a Friday and it's in Sudbury and that's like five hours away right currently live <laughs> and the time that this test would start would be at 8 57 in the morning <laughs> so that that was a super suicidal like event I guess <laughs> and I thought it was just like, a good idea just because I could get one next week you know I didn't want to wait until next year. I needed to just get one now and just get out of the way. So I book it. I'm like, yeah, I'm so pumped. I could do this. And I we also have like another house up there too, like up north. And I was like, I'll just stay at that house and I'll just drive in the morning or something like that to get there. Well, I'm doing it in the morning, but I have to wake up like super early in the morning. But then I, I call my mom stuff and she's like, oh yeah, like, Sudbury's still like five hours from that house up north as well and I'm like well maybe I can just like get like a hotel up there or something because I, I really desperately need this uh I need this test to be done and get my G a couple days go by and I'm like kind of thinking about it a little bit more it's just like yeah maybe it's not a good choice and maybe I'll just wait and find like a place that's a lot closer to me and a lot more doable. And for my surprise, I canceled that Sudbury uh, driver's test. And I quickly just check what's going on, on the website and I find one that's like really close to me. And that's the same place I got my G2. Two weeks from now, I'm like, yes, I'm so excited now. Book it. The website's bugging out. The worst website is so stupid. It doesn't even work. It's loading 24-7. It just makes you so angry. But anyways, it's loading and loading. It's like, oh, sorry, the thing doesn't work. But I go check the map again, and it's still there. So I keep on clicking it over and over again, and it's finally, oh, this is to confirm your test. I'm like, yes, let's do it. Let's do it. So it's loading. I'm just, hope I'm just hopefully like it works and stuff. It's just loading slowly and slowly and slowly. And then finally, it gives me a time at, tw at uh, what was it, 12.57 or something like that. I was like, thank you. Thank you. But I guess uh, just being late at night doing that stuff, I thought it was at, like, like I said, at 12.57. So I book all the time off at work and stuff. I was like, it's kind of the middle of the day. It's not really worth it to me to go because it's in the middle, right? And I still have to drive there still. So I was just like, I'll just book the day off. No worries. But then a couple of days later, I look at it again since it's coming a little bit closer. And I see it's at 2.57. I don't know where I got this one from, but I was probably just so tired at the time when I was booking it. And I noticed it's at... uh. 2.57 so I definitely probably could have went to work but oh well so I get there and stuff and all that goes super well chill guy and then I get it and I'm super pumped and I'm glad it's done now now I can feel I feel like I can finally go forward with my life because it's not holding me back and stuff so I'm pretty glad but yeah I think that's all that's pretty much all I have to say today for this podcast Super surprise I made to episode 10. It feels good getting to double digits now. Thank you guys for listening. And um, 
yeah, I'm just really grateful for whoever's listening to this. And I'm thinking probably a few more episodes. And I'm probably going to be taking a break and getting ready for season two of the freaking ridiculous podcast. Thank you for listening. Make sure to follow the Instagram page. And yeah, peace. It's freaking ridiculous.